Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode, and I'm glad we have a poem submission from Karina Gillian. And Karina's poem reads, Homecoming is, Homecoming is, Finding your own crown and not waiting for someone else to think that you deserve one. Homecoming is, Creating your own peace, Mental, emotional, and spiritual. Feed yourself love. Homecoming is, Walking slow and steady, exploring new grounds, uncharted territory, you are brave. Homecoming is holding gratitude for the beauty that life truly is. We are blessed. Yes, Karina. Thank you so much for your reflection on homecoming, and I appreciate your submission as we think about this journey home to ourselves. And on today, particularly as we are entering into this holiday season, it's important for us to focus on boundaries, the gift of setting boundaries at recognizing boundaries as a radical act of self-care, that we are worthy of preservation, that we are worthy of protection, that we are worthy of care. And so we do not have to give every piece of ourselves away. All of our time, our energy, our resource, our peace, but instead we save some of us for us that we save and protect our time, our energy, our wellness, our peace, uh, because we recognize that it is not just about making everyone else happy while we are lost at sea, but instead us getting really centered and focused on my decision-making and my choices and my agency so that I am intentional about my yes and my no, that I am mindful about what I give myself to, what I give my focus to, what I give my agreement to, what I give my attention to. And at the same time, I am also recognizing the sacredness of my time, the sacredness of my life, and knowing that there is something very holy, very sacred, very important, very revolutionary about my no. And I want to be empowered enough, courageous enough 
to know I do not have to say yes to everything, that I do not have to blow with whatever wind comes my way, that just because a request is made does not mean I have to say yes. And just because something or someone knocks on my door or pulls for my attention does not mean I need to change my direction, my values, my commitments in order to match their agenda. And so I invite you in this moment to take sacred pause and to consider when you were talked out of the capacity to set your own boundaries. What were the messages that you were given, perhaps from an early age, that said everybody else's wants, needs, desires, priorities are more important than yours? What were the experiences that caused you to believe that there was not value, worth, significance in what you needed, what you wanted, what you desired? And for us to make a decision on today that as I come home to myself, I take my power back, I take my time back, I take my life back, I take my focus back, I take everything back because I take myself back. Yes, that I am no longer just flowing in the winds of other people's agenda and schedule for my life. But I take sacred pause to reflect on what is the path forward? What are the things that drain me and what are the things that nourish me? What are the relationships that bring me life? And what are the relationships that really are destructive for me or stagnant for me or dead to me? And so I choose life. I choose life in what I agree to. And I choose life in what I disagree with. And so I invite you to consider your no's and your yeses as you begin to think about setting boundaries. And setting boundaries is connected with your identity and your values. That when you gain clarity about who you are and what you value, then your actions and decisions will be aligned with that. But when I am not clear within myself, about who I am and what I value, then it will be very hard for me to choose myself and my wellness. So there are a number of different aspects of boundaries. And I want to talk to you about some of the major boundaries you want to be aware of. So the first aspect of boundaries we want to take a look at are your physical boundaries and noting that uh, regardless of any past experiences of physical violence, of sexual assault, of molestation, that you are deserving of the right to decide who 
touches your body and in what way someone touches your body. And so us being empowered to use our voices uh, when something or someone is making us uncomfortable. And so being clear about uh, your physical needs. So we set boundaries as it relates to touch. We also set boundaries as it relates to our physical well-being of being able to rest and not continuously, perpetually taking on too much that it robs us of our sleep, being tuned in uh, to what you eat and when you eat. You know, it can be a form of abuse, a form of torture for other people to control your, your sleeping and your eating and your access of to being able to take care of your bodily needs, your bodily functions. And so I invite you to think about uh, ways in which you may need to establish more boundaries as it relates to your physical body. I invite you to take cleansing breath and to consider perhaps the times when because of safety issues, physical or emotional, uh, when you were forced to be silent, uh, when other people made decisions about your body, or uh, when you were not silent, but your boundary was ignored and uh, overlooked and dismissed. And so even if there are people in the past who ignored your boundary or who ignored your no, I invite you to consider as you come home to yourself the importance of reclaiming your voice and your agency as it relates to your body. And when we think about uh, relating to our body, not being pressured about what we pressured or bullied about what you eat or drink or what you choose not to eat or what you choose not to drink for uh, other people not to dictate to you and to override your feelings, uh, your needs as it relates to your physicality. So consider perhaps the emotions that come up when you think about setting physical boundaries, that if someone crosses your boundary, in what circumstances do you feel comfortable speaking up? And in what circumstances do you know, do not? Who are the people who have been given a free pass to violate your boundaries and feeling like there's nothing that can be said? And then what are the types of people and relationships with whom you feel empowered uh, to use your voice and to speak up about what you need and want. And I want to name that along with your no's are also your yeses as it relates to your uh, physical body, right? What do you want to say yes to for your health, for your wellness, for your joy, for your peace? For your pleasure, what do you want to say yes to? And so as we get to a healthier place, an empowered place, a liberated place, then we want to consider our physical boundaries. 
not only do we have our physical boundaries, which can also include sexual boundaries and boundaries around intimacy and around touch, uh, but we also want to consider emotional boundaries or psychological boundaries. There are people who will try to control, dominate, dictate, hijack, influence, pressure, manipulate, coerce you into thinking as they think and feeling what they want you to feel. But for us to get to a place psychologically where I can set a boundary, I can set a boundary around my time. I can also set a boundary around my content. Who am I giving access to my emotional life and emotional well-being? And when are the times when in my spirit, in my heart, I feel I really need to shut it down, right? That I need to shut down this conversation. I need to shut down this interaction. Perhaps I even need to shut down this relationship. And so in terms of your emotional thriving and your emotional wellness, it is being tuned into what makes you feel affirmed and what feels disrespectful, what feels comforting and what feels uncomfortable, uh, what feels honoring of you and what feels like humiliation. And then based on, you know, what comes up to you in different circumstances, being willing to uh, speak up about your emotions or to make decisions related to your emotional safety. And so when I reclaim my heart, my mind, my emotions, my psychology, then I do not just have to agree with things I do not agree with. And I do not always have to be silent about what I feel and what I think. And so I invite you to consider in what ways you have been silenced uh, directly or indirectly, actively or passively, uh, what emotions you were told were unacceptable to feel, and then what you have done with those emotions, perhaps stuffing them or disguising them or projecting them onto other people. So as I come home to myself, I get in touch with uh, my own feelings and I make decisions that will honor, that will respect, that will celebrate my psychology, my heart, and my spirit. So consider your emotional boundaries as well as your physical boundaries. And I just mentioned spirituality, and it will also be about setting boundaries that are respectful of your values, your spirituality, or your religion, or your faith. And so if it is important to you, then you want to protect the time for it. You want to protect your energy and resources. And also you want to make decisions that will align with the fact that your faith, your spirituality, your religion are priorities for you. And so protecting time for your prayers or protecting time for your readings or studying or meditation, 
uh, protecting your energy or your resources to be able to invest them in your spiritual life is going to be an important part of boundary setting, especially if you find yourself in environments with people who have intolerance, who have disrespect, who devalue or demean your faith. And so being mindful of, you know, I don't need to convince them. They can believe whatever it is they're going to believe. But as for me, this is what I believe. This is what is an important priority for me. And so I am going to make decisions that are not prioritizing pleasing others and abandoning my own values, but instead to really be thoughtful about how do I live in such a way that I align my actions uh, with my faith and that I am uh, intentional about uh, what I give access to given my spiritual values and priorities. You also can set boundaries as it relates to your resources and your finances. And so for various reasons, there are other people who might feel like they have the right to decide um, what you spend money on or that your money is their money. And so to not just become silent and resentful, but to really think about what do you believe as it relates to your resources and can you be an important priority that is worthy of protection as it relates to your budget, right? That if I put everything else first and I give it all away, then often I do not have enough for myself, perhaps for my children uh, to take care of uh, the needs that I have. And so who are the people that pull on your resources that you feel ready to set some boundaries with? So if you have people perhaps living with you who make you uncomfortable or if you have people who are demanding certain things from you, whether monetary, money, or material substances. Uh, and so being thoughtful about coming to a place of empowerment and clarity. And empowerment and clarity does not mean that you are selfish. It does not mean you have a hard heart. But it also uh, does not mean that other people get to make all of the decisions as it relates to you and your resources, that you bring your voice uh, to the table, you bring your voice into consideration as you decide what you are going to give or not give or do or not do. I also invite you to think about boundaries as it relates to your time. And uh, people can eat up your time in ways that do not attend to your humanity. So people can believe that they should have the right to dictate how you use your time in a way that will center them, that will center their needs, that will center their demands. And if you are perpetually 
uh, not having any say in your time, in your schedule, in your agenda, uh, that can really create a sense of resentment and powerlessness. And so I invite you to consider what it would be like to be more honest about what you want to do with your time and to recognize that just because you don't have something scheduled doesn't mean you have to say yes to whatever someone asks you, right? That uh, choosing yourself is a decision. Choosing rest is a decision. Choosing fun with your family or friends is a decision. And so to know that you do not have to perpetually chase significance um, or run from a traumatic history by staying constantly busy. And so as I come home to myself, I don't have to do everything. I don't have to go everywhere. I don't have anything to prove. I am not chasing uh, other people's validation of me. And so I can get very free and very clear about what do I actually want to give my time to, recognizing that there are other people. And so I do not have to clutch and cling to every crumb of an opportunity that some things for my own wellness, I need to say I don't have the time. And even if I have overcommitted that I may want to consider going back and fixing that and addressing it, right? Of saying, I know I could do this, but as it turns out, I really don't have the capacity. And so I invite you to get uh, honest and clear about protecting your time. The last thing I want to mention is that you want to give thought to what is your response when people cross the boundary, violate the boundary. And it may depend on what the boundary is or who the person is. But often if we set a boundary, if we establish a boundary and then people blatantly ignore it and we don't say or do anything, often it opens the door wider for others to continue to dominate and walk all over you, right? So you want to consider that I want to communicate my boundary in advance. And then uh, if someone crosses the boundary that I want to name that, right? I want to acknowledge it to myself and then acknowledge it to the person, share with them how it made me feel and that I don't like it and uh, remind them of the boundary again going forward for me to have this interaction with you this is what cannot happen. So for some of you, it will be a conversation and kind of reiterating, reiterating the boundary. And for others of you, it will be an ending of a friendship or a disconnect from a relative or from a partner. When you see uh, very clearly that your voice needs, uh, desires are ignored. So we all can consider the boundaries that we need to set because we are worthy of care. And when someone is worthy of care, then you set up uh, boundaries to protect them. So it's like here in the States when 
they do classes. If you're about to have a baby, they'll say, you know, all these people are going to come over and are going to want to see the baby and want you to wake up the baby. But as uh, an act of parenthood, you have to protect your child's ability to rest. And so they cannot just be perpetually on because people come all times of day and night and want to see them alert, right? That we say that their health and their rest are important. And so to let the baby sleep, yes. So in some ways, as we have talked in other episodes about reparenting yourself, uh, that you are the baby, that you are a sacred being, that you are deserving of care. And so when people come all day, all times of day or night, when they're calling, texting, pulling on you, making demands of you, that a part of your homecoming is to be able to draw a line and establish it and say, this is not okay, right? Or this does not work for me, right? That I'm not able or willing to do that or simply no, right? And so I am hopeful that you will feel the safety, the courage, and the support to communicate your boundaries uh, with clarity and with follow-through. And it will be revealing to you about the kinds of friendships and relationships you have. Because when people care about you, they will appreciate you sharing with them the boundary and they will respect it and make the adjustment. Uh, but when people ignore what you're sharing about yourself, about what you need or what you want, that is an important piece to pay attention to as we consider the nature of our relationships on our journey home to ourselves. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. Welcome home. 